Welcome to a special edition of the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle, JCRB Krause. Hello, hello. We have a very special guest also joining us on this episode. Back once again, we have Mighty Ray, a very, very special, special guest on this one because she is uh, a year older now. It's her birthday on the day we're recording this, so happy birthday, Holly. Oh, I think Discord cut out on you. Of course it did. Uh Can't help itself. (laughs) I'm seeing so many birthday gifs. (laughs) This is just so cool. My my face is literally grinning right now. (laughs) You should be happy on your birthday. You should be. Absolutely. Be happy. Are we ready for shenanigans? Rarely, but... Stuff. I like I mean, shenanigans. As you, as you said before we got started, you can plan all you want, but then life happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, first thing on the birthday agenda thing is I just want to give a giant, giant shout out to everyone in the Bumble King Discord server. Um, in November, um, my, well, my grandma passed away on Halloween, and during this time, my brain decided to try and pull a sneaky maneuver. So I know some people with um, depression will understand this. Sometimes your brain, when it doesn't get enough sweet, sweet serotonin or whatever, or immediate lovely re- lovely thoughts or something, it likes to pull the oh, you're not getting enough attention or love or whatever. Oh, poor baby. Hey, I have a great idea for you. And then, you know, horrifying negative thoughts escalate to the point of absolute absurdity. So I have to, for my sake and also the server, so I didn't end up being a complete brain wreck, I decided, yeah, we're not doing this, and took a little Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And when I came back... You that I was just inundated with, oh my god, you're back, welcome back, this is so good to see you again, and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize so many people were happy to see me. I <laughs> I was genuinely taken aback and was really surprised by so much support. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who was welcoming me back or leaves me little um, emotes on my art and and talk, likes to talk to me on occasion and that. It really means a lot to me as someone who struggles with basic communication skills and, you know, the whole isolation experience and all that jazz. So thank you so, so much for making this weirdo feel safe at home, I guess. A home for away from home, you could say. <laughs> Thank you. So that's my little yay saturine sappy thing out yeah. of the way. Yay. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a good note to start on, and good on you for recognizing when you needed time to take a break and get things in order. Yeah, I uh, unfortunately I wish I'd learned that lesson earlier, but my brain <laughs> is a very weird little thing. Like. <laughs> Anytime someone tells me to think happy thoughts when I'm really depressed, it likes to see that as a challenge and try and <laughs> escalate things. It's like, 
look, we understand that they mean well and it was not the best thing to say, but please don't make me see horrifying, violent forts. I don't need to see that. Thank you. No, please. no. It's not. Good brain. Good brain. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> so well, now we're, to... we're happy to have you in the Discord yeah. server and everything. I'm glad you came back personally. I was like, I, 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 I speaking for myself. We did miss you. So glad you came back. <laughs> so now to um, another little weird thing. Yeah. Um, I recently tried a food product. So I just want to warn po- folks who may like spicy food, but think, oh, this will be just something nice and easy to eat. If you see a brand, it's a South Korean brand called Bulldog, I think. The mascot is a chicken that usually breathes fire. If you see a black label of that product, whether it be their noodles or their tatogi or anything like that, please be careful because this stuff does not play around. (laughs) It does not. You may think, oh, I've had spicy food at my local Korean restaurant or my Chinese restaurant. I know the basic profile of Sichuan. I'm okay. Oh, honey, the black label is there for a good reason. It's to warn you that the spice (laughs) level is high. And when I say high, it literally burns the back of your throat and does not let up. And no amount of milk will quench it. I kid you not. (laughs) I nearly drank 250 milliliters of milk just for one little tub of black label tatogi do not underestimate the spice level of these things they will humble you it is a very humbling experience aside from ingesting the napalm was it good it had mild chicken flavor when i was not guzzling (laughs) down milk and struggling to not feel like i was going to breathe fire it did say that there was a chicken flavor to it and um, the rice cakes were as chewy and delightful as ever. But yeah, um, do not eat it unless you have very good experience with spice. If you have little to no, avoid it at all costs. Or otherwise, you will be humbled. As the Iron Sheik says, he will break your back and make you humble. And so will these things. Yeah, the Iron Sheik will also say a few other things that we probably shouldn't repeat on this show. Oh, yes, absolutely. And most of those will be slurs, so we'll just leave it as that. Yes, yes. When tackling the spicy, spicy food, and I ask legitimately because I don't have experience with this, my threshold for spice is laughably low. Yeah. There's milk and what else? Bread, I think I've heard, is good for... Taking the oils away and pushing them through the system? I eat rice. Rice sometimes helps. Um, Usually when I go to my local Korean restaurant, they also serve you pickled radish and kimchi Hmm. alongside your main meal. And um, the rice helps it go down faster. And and the um, pickled radish is also a nice palate cleanser, so you can eat more. Um, the kim- kimchi, even though it's also pretty spicy, it's served cold, so it also mellows it out, surprisingly. It's a cold burn. Yeah. Yeah. It's still spicy. Freezer burn. 
But it's not like, oh god, what have I done? I used to not even be able to handle that when I first started eating at my local Korean restaurant. And now it's like, oh, sweet kimchi, come, come to mama. Come here. Ah, delicious. <laughs> uh, tortilla chips also help. I think most chips in general, but that's why they give you tortilla chips to go with salsa at Mexican restaurants. Oh, I thought it was just because the spicy and the salty went together. And well, also that. Scoopable in shape. It's both, but yes. <laughs> See, I would think the, the salt would just make it worse. The salt and the grease. No, nope. Makes it delicious is what it does. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, people want to see you on Hot Ones now, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Danger. That'll be my last performance ever. I, I think it'll be the last thing you do. <laughs> no, it, no, I will say you. this. <laughs> I will say this. If they really really run out of celebrity talent and are scraping the bottom of the barrel and they call me onto the show. Yeah. I will do my darndest to get through the wings. I may be incoherent by the end, but I'm not going to tap out. You have to go through the wings. You have to. <laughs> now this DJ Khaled, you know, I never give up except when I do or Gordon Ramsay, I'm just going to take a nibble and then like wash my mouth out. No. You're there to eat the wings and hurt yourself for other people's enjoyment. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Who the heck goes on there just to be like, yeah, I'm just going to have a little tiny, 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 tiny nibble. People uh, want to see you wretch. They want to see you vomit. They want to hear you complain about bowel movements. They want pain. It's Schadenfreuden with product <laughs> placement. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what else do you got for us, Holly? Got game reviews. Hey, what you been Wee. playing? I've been playing a bunch of guff on the Nintendo Switch and a little video game on my iPhone that heats it up very quickly. It's called Garden <laughs> Tales. <laughs> Apparently my iPhone 6 struggles to hang on to this thing. It gets very hot when I'm playing the match-free game and not when it's rendering the 3D backgrounds. And little cutscenes, which is very odd. The game's a little too spicy for your for your phone, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I have I have strong feelings on a match on this match free game. I thought like, you know, it's a nice little relaxing game with animals and you restore gardens. I never thought I'd say this, but there is a character in this game called Clyde, I think his name is. He's a rabbit. And my goodness, that rabbit, I wanted to pick him up. And drop kick him like an AFL player about to score a goal <laughs> for the grand final. Insufferable little child. <laughs> Just insufferable. Arrogant little thing, too. Like, there were some other characters that um, gave that kid a run for his money. There's um, the main character is called Lilac, and she is the sweetest rabbit. It's like yeah, Hero Squad, that's a crow. Crows are very loud where I live. So my apologies if you hear cockatoos or crows or peewees or other birds. The birds just call whenever they want. There's not much. Oh, I, I thought you actually had like a pet bird in the background. No, I don't have any birds on me, I'm afraid. I'd love to have a pet bird one day, but um, don't really have the space for it, unfortunately. 
Well, just open the window and let that one in. Clearly, it wants to make friends. Sitting out there going, hey, <laughs> oh, good sure. I mean, oh, sure. Uh, yes, Australian yeah. friend bird. Yes. I'm yeah, sure that's I normal. Know. I don't know about crows. Uh, they might be more interested in just stealing whatever they can get a hold of and then nicking off. Yes. Well, that's the thing. You train them to bring you the shinies. Mm. Like, Here, crow, I will feed you french fries. Bring me any loose change you find around. And they'll be like filching wallets for you. They'll become a full-on Batman villain by the end of the month. <laughs> I don't think and you, then I'll uh, also be uh, caught at the end of the month by all the cops. Well, <laughs> yeah, who's going to win? <laughs> the cops or your army of crows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a sparrow in um, the Garden Tales game called Ava, and holy moly, that bird is also like your friend is trying to talk like sense, like don't rush into things, and you're having a giant temper tantrum. It's like, uh, so there are a couple of characters in this game that will make you feel things, and those things may be rage. You may find, <laughs> um, you may find Clyde the Rabbit actually quite likable in that, oh, you're a little stinker sort of way. I didn't. I thought he was insufferable. But there is one level that all the characters in that one made me go, oh, you poor things. I just want to be just hug so and it's like the fancy rich person's level they you've got all these characters you think will just be absolutely you know bratty or something but instead lilac helps them come to an understanding about what happened and it's just oh your heart just melts for them so there are some levels that are really nice like that one and then there are some that are just like uh, you could tell the writers were going, oh crap, we gotta come up with another level, and um, uh, uh, someone gets accused of stealing things. Yeah, we'll scribble that down. We've only got two weeks to make this. Come on, everyone, let's go. <laughs> that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I've completed it. There's supposed to be more updates coming, but the last update was in September, I think, 2023. It's now January. And I don't think there's going to be coming any more coming anytime soon. So I'm up to a mushroom level where a whole bunch of animals are going to try and, I assume, yell at a skunk for making them eat medicinal mushrooms. So that's going to be very interesting to see where that goes. <laughs> Delicious. We go, we go from helping people with grief to, hey, the... An animal may be committing medical malpractice. So, yeah. It's a very interesting little game. Sounds like it. Uh, yeah. Another game I've played to completion in all brackets is called uh, Woodles Three Adventures 2, I think, or is it Woodles Adventures 2? I don't know. Anyway, I can't pronounce the name of the main character, even though it's spelled W. Double O D L E. Uh, it's either pronounced Waddle or Woodle. I just call it Woodle because it's easier for me. And it's a big improvement on the first game in many ways. Like it's a big open world. You can explore. You can go around in different levels without having to worry about unlocking a whole bunch of stuff. It's but um, 
The frame rate in certain parts of certain levels, it hits the floor really fast. <laughs> like you're in one little one little part and then all of a sudden the frame rate just decides, I'm sorry man, I can't handle this, I gotta go. And then it's like, you're moving at five frames per second and you're just slowly crawling along and you're going, oh, this is rough. Oh this no. Rough. And what is this and, on? Uh... It's on Switch. I know it's on Switch. I think it's pretty much on everything. It's one of those little indie <sighs> games that got ported to everything. So not ported very well. Yeah, especially when it comes to the final boss. Every time I try to complete the final boss, game crashes. It just taps out. <laughs> like once because the um the boss summons oodles of enemies to try and get rid of you, and once. W- the game summons more than like about five to ten enemies or you do an attack super fast to try and get rid of some of them the game goes i'm sorry man i can't handle this anymore and just crashes it just tanks and i get an error message on my switch and it says oh sorry you gotta reset your switch so i just decided you know what it's a fun little game it's there are some minor problems with the camera and a bit more spit and polish could have been done in some areas. Like, Whittle's maneuvering is fine on the whole, but, like, certain turns and certain tiny little platforms in that can be a bit of a pain in the bum to try and jump on. It's a it's a common problem with a lot of platformers. It's not something that's easily nailed down, unfortunately. I've noticed with a lot, it seems to be a problem as old as time itself, it seems, when it comes to 3D platformers. Sonic is not immune to this. Yeah. But if you're crashing when you're trying to have a final boss that spits out oodles of enemies, I I just can't recommend it unless it's on sale for like peanuts. It's just not a good look. Sounds Oodle like Oodle can't handle oodles. <laughs> no, it can't. It cannot handle oodles. Sounds like they didn't test it mm. at all. No. Ouch. Woodle one isn't too bad. But the problem is, its big problem is its camera. It's, it's, at some points you can fiddle with it to get it to a nice position to maneuver. And then sometimes it's just like an absolute pain in the bum to just move because it'll just go zip, zip, zip. No, just, it makes trying to do like tight cornering or certain jumps an absolute pain in the bum. There was one jump I kept diving off over and over and over and over again. Like I'd jump right at the very edge, still fall, jump a little bit behind, still fall, jump, double jump in the middle of the air, still fall. And only by sheer luck do I get across. And I'm like, no, that's that's not cool. Like you shouldn't have jumps that require multiple trial and error. And then finally the game decides, oh, yeah, I'll let you pass now. It's like, no, no. This is supposed to be what I gathered is a chill little game. It shouldn't be reminding me of Crash Bandicoot 1. Oh no. <laughs> so, yeah, I completed I completed that one. There's no bosses or anything in that one. It's just yeah. It is a very um fast game to complete. Like you can complete it I think an hour, 2 hours tops, but it's not super well um optimized either there are some bits where it just sort of has a bit of a hissy fit and some of the levels uh don't play nice with woodle's movement speed he moves slow that boy 
that tree stump moves slow. So, <laughs> well, the woodle waddles. Yes, he does waddle. <laughs> he, he waddles that wood all over the place. You know, tree stumps are not known for their speed, really, to be fair. <laughs> no, they're not. So, I mean, usually they're just rooted to the spot. But I'm. Sure. <laughs> So that's my uh, game reviews for the moment. That's all you've been I've, playing? Uh, I've been playing a few other ones. I've completed um, Super Mario RPG on baby mode, because I'm of the belief that if I'm going to play a game, I want to have a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I Mario RPG is not that long for an RPG, but... yeah. It, it it reminded me of um, an RPG I tried to play when I was a kid and didn't know anything about RPGs called Guardians Crusade. Mm-hmm. It feels like um it was like that cut from that same cloth as Super Mario RPG was, baby's first RPG sort of thing. Uh-huh. But where childhood me couldn't get past level one of that RPG, I managed to, with the help of a little bit of a walkthrough here and there, I managed to get blitz for it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, it's luckily not a super long game. I can see why people like Gino now. He's actually, um, he's kind of charming. Like, he's not as, um, uh, personality over the top as, um, Mello is. Mello's personality is pretty much like a big billboard sign. I am Huggable Baby, where Mello, um, Gino's is more, if you observe my movements, you'll understand where I'm coming from. Like, I like the um, spoilers for the end of the um, game, towards the end, where Gino, like, convinces Bowser to ride through to the end. And while Bowser's like, yeah, I can totally do this, he's he's giggling. He's like, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I thought, oh, you cheeky. You're a cheeky little guy. <laughs> I like that about him. Yes. And he's got the cool cap, the half cloak, and he shoots lasers. I hope he shows up again. He's a he's a cool character. Him and Mallow. I'd like to see them both show up. Flesh him out a little bit. Have them, you know, uh, do some other things. So maybe Square will be nice and let them go on other Nintendo spin-off things. Why wouldn't that be something? That would be nice, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I don't now, know. The thing is, yeah. in the game story... Yeah. The spirit is a star that's inhabiting a Geno toy, yeah. which implies that there is a line of Geno toys, which means there's like a Geno franchise, which means where's more? What are the adventures of Geno? <laughs> give the- me give, give, give me the meta franchise within the Mario universe of Geno and his amazing adventures. Where's the Geno spinoff game? <laughs> We need that. Well, well, if Super Mario RPG sold gangbusters, I assume Nintendo will be like, well, people really like this. Maybe we might need to look into this further, especially considering people for years have been going, hey, uh, put the doll in Smash. Come on, do it. Yep. <laughs> no, we've also been saying, give us a playable Zelda, give us a new F-Zero. Yeah, and Nintendo will be like, hey, um, look, <laughs> I'm kind of busy, but here, have Pikmin 4. Go on, catch. <laughs> we know you want a new proper F-Zero, but here's F-Zero 99, which is good, mind you, but not it what is. we're looking for. <laughs> this isn't what we really Meanwhile, wanted, I mean, Nintendo, and you know it. 
Meanwhile, I'm like one of two Australians on this country that's like, hey, can can I see Captain Rainbow again? I know <laughs> you're never going to release him to the West, but I, I, I'd like to see him in Smash as a trophy or something. That'd be cool. Yeah? 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 Is this trophy for Captain Rainbow? I'm kind of no? surprised he wasn't one. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't one. So, I mean, it's the same developers as Chibi Robo and stuff, so it's not like Nintendo doesn't have the doesn't have access I to the IP the or Robo anything. Game, yeah. But the original, so well, <laughs> if they remake the OG Chibi Robo, I will buy it. Well, they should cuz it's the good one. <laughs> I got the DS one and the 3DS one. I'm not sure if there's any other Chibi Robo uh, games out the, there, but I will buy those too. Yeah, those are the two those are the main two, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the original is the best one. The the other ones are well, they're they're certainly video games. <laughs> the pre no, I have the DS one. I must have accidentally said free twice. No, no, no. You said DS and then 3DS. Yeah. Oh, did you say 3DS twice? Oh, okay. Well, maybe according to Hero Squad, I might have accidentally oh. enunciated a free. Well, I knew what you meant. <laughs> oh well. What else you been up to, Holly? Just moving all my stuff all around. I fi- I'm finally back in my room. Oh, that that's a it's all. That's always fun. Yeah, I got most of my stuff out of storage and into my room. There will be more stuff I'll have to sort through eventually and send off to the great charity land in the sky. <laughs> I don't want to, but that is what it's like when you live in a tiny house. You have to make sacrifices. Can't keep everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you don't mean like a literal tiny house where it's literally just... No, no, not a tiny house, but it is a uh, a small (laughs) house compared to a lot of like the McMansions and stuff. Yes, yes. It is a small house. Okay. I used to have a... I used to have a discussion with my TAFE teachers. Like, why don't you go bigger with your art? Like, get a really big canvas. And I'd be sitting there going, man, I live in a tiny house. Where am I going to put it? (laughs) I'm like, there's no room in my room for that. And not to mention the rest of my house. It belongs to my parents. And my parents have a, a ton of stuff, especially my mom. She collects a lot out of compulsion. So... That request is unreasonable. I'm sorry. I understand that you want me to expand, but I have to be mindful that I live with other people and other people can't be always accommodating to my needs or wants, and especially the wants and needs of some teacher they barely know. Rude. Hmm. Time to get the, the Holly house. For room for all your stuff. Oh, if only I had a million dollars. Then I could have a holy house. <laughs> but alas, that may never happen. Well, never say never, but, you know. What is the Australian housing market like these days? Horrifying! Yeah, I was gonna say, like, probably shouldn't it's be... It's like Canada's, but worse! I was gonna say, probably, probably just about as bad as everywhere else. <laughs> it's... So unaffordable, we rival Hong Kong. Ooh, oh, wow. That's... Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, it's pretty rough everywhere, but that's exceptional. 
Yeah, at one stage that was Sydney was rivaling Hong Kong and how much you had oh. to pay just to get a house. Oh no. And where uh, and where I live, I live in it's now become rich people central. So if you wanted to try and get a house in what was used to be a poor people's town, yeah. You will need to fork out 1.2 million dollars Australian just to be able to live in a smallish house. Mm-hmm. And the pricing goes up from there. Mm-hmm. The average medium rate in around my area is between seven hundred and fifty to nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I ain't affording peanuts unless <laughs> a, I move out to the outback, in which good luck getting a loan, which I can't get anyway because I have brain worms and thus can't work really anywhere unless I manage to somehow make some kind of bizarre small business that attracts all the other weirdos into giving me my money. Again, <laughs> not really possible. You could just make or, your own make your own bubble cast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we did apparently. <laughs> well <clears throat> I mean I can make funny I can make funny voices. You've heard me with Ray. I can do other ones. That's right. So it could work. Could I don't work. know. Make the make the funny uh, voices. Yeah, people could do. You could do that. If you're wondering what kind of brainworms I have, it's the usual suspects: anxiety, the occasional appearance of depression, and of course, everyone's favorite brainworm: autism. Autism makes things difficult sometimes. It is truly the double-edged sword of many learning dis- learning disabilities. You could say. Don't forget the you sound like the hedgehog brainworms. Uh. Autism has already assimilated Sonic the Hedgehog in, uh, into its programming. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's bet it's bet Spyro and Rayman out for Sonic. <laughs> it's like, well, since uh, Activision and Ubisoft aren't doing anything with these guys, and we can't seem to find much information to assimilate, whoosh, whoosh, come here. You are now a part of my world. They're mine it's now. Like, <laughs> they're mine now. <laughs> all all your obscure characters belong to me now. Good. <laughs> I'd rather you have them than most of the other <laughs> most anyone else. <laughs> I don't need those. You may get oddball ideas like like that Silent Hill crossover thing. My mind was immediately going, "Oh, I can make that work. I could totally make that work. I have so many ideas." <laughs> Oh man! The only problem is that Ian and I are both like kind of at a loss of like Silent Hill anything. So we're like, what? <laughs> Don't worry, I know like the bare basics because I watch a lot of um, YouTubers. There's a YouTuber called the Gaming Muse, and she's very knowledgeable on Silent Hill. Yeah. So I, I I've I stumbled into her and subscribed and since then never looked back there's another youtuber called ragnaroks i believe he's a really good youtuber if you want to learn about um horror stuff he has a very nice voice as well so it's like uh, i can just chill out to this (laughs) so fun fact in silent hill 2 there is a kid character called laura and she runs around and from what little i remember apparently because she's just the kid the um, Silent Hill doesn't seem to manifest monsters for her to deal with. 
So she's just basically running around an abandoned foggy town, just screwing around with James. (laughs) (laughs) Because she's had a history with him and his deceased wife. So Cream could technically just run around in Silent Hill and just see it as one giant, creepy, foggy place just to look around and find trinkets with. Well, heck. (laughs) That's good for her. (laughs) Other characters, not so much. So, um, Silent Hill 4... I mean, at least Laura has a great theme song, so maybe Cream will have a great theme song, too. Yeah, Cream deserves a good theme song. She should have had one ages ago. Yeah, probably. No, Follow Me doesn't count. It's just Amy. It's just Amy. That's Amy's theme. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Amy, and maybe Cream and Big get a brief mention, but then it's straight back to, Oh, I love Sonic. Sonic's so wonderful. Aren't I so great and cute? Hi, I'm Amy. I love everybody, especially Sonic. It's like, okay, kid, can can you let your teammates have a share of the theme song? <laughs> like, at least Team Chaotix and Team Dark's theme songs at least incorporate the other characters into the lyrics pretty well. Yes. Follow Me doesn't do that at all. No. <laughs> doesn't doesn't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is even in the song, Holly. We know that it, that song is specifically talking about how much Amy enjoys the company of that hedgehog. It's it's just basically one giant banner ad about how <laughs> cute Amy is and how much she likes Sonic and that. That's how I feel anyway. I don't care what other people think at this point. <laughs> Good. Not that I'm complaining. Follow Me is like the least of my beef with mid-2000s Amy, but... <laughs> That, that that's not that bad. Like I always play Team Rose mainly because Cream and Big. Mainly Cream. It's like, oh, Cream's in this game. I gotta have Cream is my friend, sort of cream. thing. Yay, Cream. Yeah, they Cream and Shadow used to be my favorite characters, and then Ray took over, and now he has never left ever since. <laughs> She's just like. Occasionally, Lumina gets to share the space, but then she has to head out, and then Ray just locks the door and peers <laughs> out the window like, Mine now, forever, <laughs> and ever. I mean, I guess there's worse characters to be trapped in a locked room with. Until the brainworms get a hold of him, and then it's just like, Oh god, no, not this again. He'll come back. I hate it when that happens. He'll come back. He'll yeah. be okay. Starline would be the worst, to be honest. I don't know. My um depression tends to basically take villain characters and then eat them straight away. It's very weird. It's like, oh, you're a bad guy? Oh, you're a threat to my reign. Time to bring out the knives. <laughs> I'm the run. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> you love to have a cooked platypus for <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's. I don't know. He he's he's maybe a little too. Uh, uh, I, I think he'd be a little too tough. It's illegal in Australia to hunt platypus, so Starline would be protected by Australian federal law. Well, whether the depression recognizes Australian federal law is another thing. Entirely. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be protected by Australian federal law. That's for sure. <laughs> Never mind the laws, he just has to wander out into nature. That'll take its course. 
Dylene steps on a king brown snake, and that is that. That is oh, and then it's over. <laughs> this tiny blue ring ring octopus can't be that dead. Ooh, oh, yes, no. I could see Starline doing that. Just be like, "Huh, pathetic and weak it is." Look, and then it flashes its blue rings, and then goes. He's like, it didn't even hurt. Wait, why do I suddenly feel like I can't breathe? And now he's off to the next adventure. <laughs> Starline's isekai adventures end in Sydney and continue somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> so even though you don't necessarily have the space to work, are there any large or immediate or any general art projects you're working on right now? Now I'm working on the thumbnail for this guest episode, and it's um, it's gone completely ham. I think it's one of the more detailed <laughs> backgrounds I've ever done. If uh, you've seen my art, you know you may notice that I don't tend to do backgrounds very much. It's because it is for me very labor intensive, and because these days I've accepted that my drawing is going to be a hobby and not a career sort of thing. I just go sketch a picture ink it color it post it and go on from there like a weird little malfunctioning factory so i obviously everyone's seen all my ray pictures but i do draw other things aside from ray believe it or not i do draw other weird little cartoons that no one's have ever heard of i've seen them they're delightful but since it's my birthday and since i'm coming back i thought i need to go ham on this one and at the start, when I was trying to sketch it, I had a couple ideas. Like, for example, one of my slugs impersonates me <laughs> and is like, Hi, I'm Golgotha, Holly. I mean, Holly, yeah. Um, please sign my disgusting piece of paper. And Kyle is the one getting the autograph because in um, the slug verse, uh, infomercial people and radio, like podcasters, are seen as sources of great entertainment like conventional things like movies and comic books and that uh slugs don't really have the attention span for that which is very weird because they can sit and watch a two-hour infomercial where you know billy mays or anthony sullivan or whoever (laughs) jabbers on and on about the new product and they're all like wow this movie's exciting but if you put them down and make them watch the matrix they're just like i saw this no you watched the trailer this is the full movie no i saw this they don't (laughs) understand the concept of um actual movies now to be fair billy mays is captivating oh that in in the state of slug there is a statue dedicated to billy mays that is not vandalized only is standing proudly holding two slugs and everyone looks at it fondly and then continues on with their day (laughs) <laughs> uh the slug verse yeah slug slug lore has gone out of control we have slug judges slug bailiffs that eat the witnesses and <laughs> shady slug defense attorneys that also eat the witnesses no they just oh, oh darn look smug whenever a witness happens to get eaten by the bailiff oh okay <laughs> there's a slimy lawyer joke in there but i feel like that's low-hanging fruit yeah, fun fact though, false most species of false slugs don't make slime. So if you pick one up, it just feels like you're holding a padding rubber. It's like ah, it feels oh. like rubber. <laughs> slugs drive slug bugs. No, but slug buses do exist. 
Ah, good old slug buses. <laughs> yes, we have slug buses, and there are two types. There's the normal ones, and then there are the old ones. They've retired, and they just roam around America doing whatever they want. You never uh, hop in an old one. Autonomously, yeah. Okay. Like, once they, they get too old and they like start getting cranky at their drivers and that, the bus company goes, well, time to let old yellow go. <laughs> Off you go, boy. <laughs> and, and, the slug, and the slug buses just go. There they know they where go. to go. Yep. No, pa, I'll do it. It's my bus. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever hop in an old slug bus, you're, you've got four options that's going to happen. You're going to either go to Vegas, because that's where 90% of the slug buses congregate, Jersey, Tijuana, Mexico, or the state of slug, which was formerly the state of Florida. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Good old, good old so, state of slug. So, yeah. Fun fact, Slug Flynn is a comic book writer who writes comics about the adventures of Billy Mays. <laughs> ah, so it's the only comic anyone reads. Oh, all the slugs read it. Yes. And they also give Slug Flynn very stupid deadlines, so whenever anyone mentions the word deadline, his beard and his little um, lumps on his head, spikes, light up bright red, and he gets very mad. So, yeah, you have to say, we need this by so-and-so. Are you okay with that? And he'll usually just nod his head. Or give you a little grunt and go straight to work. But if you say, the deadline is by this, he will look at you with the fury of a thousand suns. I mean, that tracks. So. <laughs> I'm just disappointed I don't have my own bioluminescent beard. Your beard your beard becomes white hot when you start breathing fire. <laughs> like, you get the little sonic-free fire orb, and you can fly around for a brief moment or two. Why is slug me so much more interesting than me me? <laughs> because I'm weird and I just come up with the weirdest shit I mean stuff <laughs> damn it I'm getting carried away I'm starting to swear <laughs> the Australian is, me is coming out in full force oh no Sorry. that's alright we've made it to the end they, they stopped paying attention by this point <laughs> <laughs> should we, we censor we this one. I think they said something at the end ah, whatever we had. We, <laughs> it's an Australian. They swear all the time. There's no point. Yeah, we had. We you get one, <laughs> at least one on YouTube. You mm. know. <laughs> yeah. And we saved it for the very end for Holly. Happy birthday! Yay! Yeah, I can swear. <laughs> As a treat. As a treat. We're not quite at the end, though, Ian. Come on. No, no, no. But I'm saying here we are at the tail end. Yeah, we're, clo we're close to it. Don't get pedantic with me. I'm being clever. <laughs> I can't breathe fire. My beard doesn't change color. I don't get a bus that can drive me to Tijuana by its own free will. Let me have the punchline. <laughs> you, you can have it. You can have it. I'll let you. You can have it. Fine. Fun fact, slug buses can fit people. Wow, that's a big Not slug the, bus. Oh, they're the largest of all false slugs. Not so fun fact, if you cut a slug bus off it jumps on your car and smushes you <laughs> well i mean <laughs> you deserve yeah, it, it also eats it may eat people who um try and abuse the drivers so if you get slimed 
Then, unfortunately, you've done something to really upset the slug bus. What if your car is on fire? It will probably knock it off the road and into a ditch. So if it explodes, uh, at least it won't take out other cars. It depends on how cranky the slug bus is. <laughs> like the, uh, There's just so much slug lore, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> like, I could just cram six hours yabbering about slugs and Ray, and everyone would be going, what? What is going on? <laughs> There's a market for it somewhere, I guarantee you. Oh. I hope so. What if you pour <laughs> salt on, on it? Uh, unfortunately, Mor- Morris, uh, chat, slug buses are immune to salt water. These things used to swim because they used to live in places like Fiji. So in order to get from point A to point B to graze, they'd swim kilometers of sea just to get to the next island so that they can munch on a palm tree. So they can they can tolerate salt very well. Is that slug all slugs or just the bus? Uh more the menace slugs. Like the nuts are like because they're false, they can kind of withstand salt. That's how you tell the difference between a false slug and a true slug. Can it withstand salt? It's a false slug. Can it die if you smother in salt? It's a true slug. Aha. <laughs> you only get to test it once. <laughs> uh, lifespan is about 10 to 15 years, so... That's a maybe? long time for a slug. So that might <laughs> They live also a very be... long time. They're like, you know, cows or sheep. Yeah. Or dogs. But, you know, they, they get sick. And when they crash, they just deflate. And you all have to exit very quickly. Otherwise, you just get suffocated by slug bus. No! <laughs> Not a good way to go. But if it's starting to show signs of, oh no, it's turning green, the driver immediately has to coax the bus to pull over and go, everyone out now! And you all run, leap out the windows or whatever, and then the slug <laughs> just goes, deflates, and just keels over. So you have to basically get a big tow truck to come in, hoist the poor thing up, and then they put a top over it out of respect, and then they hoist it away. And they take, take it away. away. <laughs> or just convicted of something and let the bailiffs take care of it. Uh, Golgothas get eaten by slug buses. Golgothas are only the second largest, and they're only like three to five meters long, where slug buses can get up to like ten, so yeah. <laughs> Like, I even made a lore where there is an old slug bus that just trolls through New York doing whatever it wants. And whenever it sees a person being uh, accosted by Golgothas because they love trash, the old slug bus just barges in, grabs the Golgotha with its mouth, and just drags it off. And the Golgotha's like, oh, okay, well, this is my life now, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Bye, guys. Have fun without me. So, the do slug. they eat cops? Well, if the cops are abusing the bus driver, yeah, they will. They will uh, eat the cop. They don't care if you don't follow the rules of the bus. You get slimed or you get eaten. No exceptions. <laughs> what about both? No, you can only get slimed if you get absorbed and then spat out through the slug skin. Uh-huh. So, if the, the police person was standing in front of the slug and the slug is looking at the police person he's screaming abuse at the driver the slug will go oh you're an ass <laughs> mm, yummy delicious mm. so extra insurance is necessary if you wish to travel to the state of slug mm. it's a dangerous place but it is 
<laughs> big cheeks. Big cheeks everywhere. The little... They're the villains. If if you think Slugbusters are Mary Sue's, these little guys are Mary Sue's. They are living embodiments of Mary Sue's. They get into everything. Nobody really likes them, but there's not much you can do to stop them except hope that you've got a particularly strong brand of deodorant spray on hand and hope that you don't miss. Because once you hear the sound of it's over. <laughs> they're in your house. They're in your walls, and they're gonna eat your liver. But I need like, that. Uh, they're only six inches long, and they're white. They're easy to find. Oh no, that's no. not good. No, that's bad. But the 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 bleat. Does chat want another bleat? Apparently. <laughs> Fun fact: They also run scams. They're that intelligent. They've been able to figure out how to run scams. Good for them. So if you get a if you get a little phone call and you hear this, hello, Sundesh from IRS, can we have your liver? Hang up immediately. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up on anyone who's asking for my liver. To be fair, <laughs> just a good, my favorite good gag. rule of thumb. <laughs> my favorite gag is the um one. That mimics uh, certain very lewd, shady websites. <laughs> and it, instead, it's instead of that, it's don't be stupid. Hot big cheeks in your area looking for liver. Join today. <laughs> it's just a picture of the big cheek sort of wiggling around, trying to act all cute. Like, hey, click on me. Go on. You know you want to. And and it'll, and if you click on it out of curiosity. Just like, what the hell is this ad? Click. It geolocates to your location, and then the big chicks are like, ah, we got one. Go, 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 go. Get to this address. We got liver. <laughs> liver. <laughs> we usually need that, but, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. All they, right. Yeah, they know about their weaknesses. Golgophers do love eating them as snacks. So if you happen to live near a dump or something, and you're being accosted, and you're running for your life from a big chick, there may be a good chance the Golgopher will go, oh, there's a human. I love blood banks, but, oh, marshmallow, I love that more, and go straight for the marshmallow, <laughs> chasing you for <laughs> your liver. Uh-oh. So, yeah, there are there are creatures that eat all the horrifying little demon slugs chasing after livers. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to get them all written out so it's not... Mary Sue Slug Central. It's a work in progress. All right. Well, I personally do hope you get around to writing it all out because you've clearly put a lot of thought into it. And I really do think that you could put like together these little guides about the big cheeks as if it were an actual anthropological uh, investigation. Yeah. And people would yeah, read I them. Have, They'd be invested in the slugs. I've been doing that recently with other slugs on my DeviantArt page, just all the little oddball ones. I just haven't got to the the um, big cheeks yet. I got the Golgophers written down, I just haven't got to them. I just had a brief blurb where it was just basically a picture of them looking up at you and then they pop up and show their fangs. It's basically the caption is, fool around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do wrap it up, uh, where can folks find you... And I almost said, and your big cheeks. That might be misinterpreted very badly. <laughs> uh, uh, where can they find you in all your work? 
Uh, you can find me on DeviantArt.com, and if you like my bizarre rambling nonsense and stuff, feel free to chuck me some of your loose change through my Kofi at Mighty Ray. They're both Mighty Ray. So, yeah, if you've enjoyed this chat, feel free to visit me, say hi. If you got loose change, I'll happily accept it, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, and thank and happy birthday yet again. Thank you very much. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you for sponsoring this special edition of the Bumblecast. And if you want to be cool like Birthday Mighty Ray and have an episode of your own, head over to patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko-fi.com slash bumblecast, or become a YouTube YouTube patron. No, member. There we go. Member. I almost said matron. And (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I think think the slugs have gotten to the liver and I'm losing brain ability. Anyway, be good to yourselves. Be good to your liver. And we will see you next time on the Bubble Cheeks. <laughs> clap. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to clap them cheeks. <laughs> oh, this is the best birthday present I've had in a long time. Oh, good. I'm glad. Very good. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, but uh, I need to bounce and take care of stuff here. I have adulting to do, but. Thank you again for joining us, and really, super happy birthday. I hope you have the best best one ever. You're most welcome. Thank you so much, Mr. Flynn. Yep. Always. <laughs> Thank you, as always, Holly. Always fun to talk You're to you. You're most welcome. Night, everybody. Night. Good night. Da-da-da. Come on, Holly. Uh, let's go party. Ooh-ah. 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 Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes. Feliz cumpleaños. Ooh. Is that Italian? Oh. Uh, very bad Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can <laughs> recognize different languages when written, but not so much when spoken. Oh, uh, well, luckily, Spanish and Italian, they, they're not dissimilar. Anyway, how are you? I I'm doing well in this fine day. That is my birth. This day. fine this fine morning of like what two a.m. Uh, it's actually nine a.m. where I am. Nine a.m. Okay, that's <laughs> well, not that horrendous. Works. That works. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking two a.m. It's like you're way further ahead than that. <laughs> oh man. You've been listening to The Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumble King Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed intro by T-Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at BumbleKing.com and KNGI.org. Well, are we ready to go start it the start this party for real? Do you have an agenda or is this just
shooting the shit for an hour. My agenda is winging it, because every time I come up with a plan, reality says, oh, ain't that cute. But it Amen. ain't happening. <laughs>